Baal Keri, an individual that had a seminal omission. So, as Rashi explains, there is a Takona that this was actually from the time of Ezra, from the first base of Mikdash yet. Second base, beginning of the second base of Mikdash, that is. That a person that has a Baal Keri may not learn Divrei Taira. Okay? So, as we'll see later in the Gemara, that uh, once uh, it came the, the time after the Chorban of the second base of Mikdash, this Takana was annulled, and therefore what we're going to learn is not relevant today. But the Gemara here discusses the, 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 the Takana, the way it was, from, Ez, from the time of Ezra, that a Baal Keri may not learn Divrei Taira. So now when it comes to the mitzvah of Kriyashma, which is of course what Brachis and these Prakim are about, the Gemara will discuss, the Mishnah will discuss, what's the halacha benegeet to Kriyashma, Birchis Kriyashma, and also benegeet to Benching. What does a Balkari do regarding these things? He's saying words of Taita. So what does he do? Maharer beliboy. He may only think the words of Kriyashma in his heart, but ve'ena mevarech. He doesn't say the brachas of Kriyashma, not the brachas of Kriyashma that we say before, and not the brachas of Kriyashma, or the one bracha in the evening, or in the morning that is, that you say after Kriyashma. How about, one second, let me finish the Mishnah. How about regarding benching? An individual that is benching, so what do you do regarding benching? You're allowed to bench. So we know that there's a difference between benching and a person that makes a bracha before food. Mevarech la'acharov, he may bench. Ve'ena mevarech lofanov. And he may not make a bracha before eating because the bracha before eating is not menatayre, it's a takana medarabonon. And the same goes, as Rashi explains, regarding kriyashma. The actual kriyashma itself is menatayre. But the brachas of kriyashma are medarabonon. So therefore, for the takana medarabonon, they did not allow the person to uh, even think the words of Devretaira, uh, to think the, the words of those brachas. Rabbi Huda, uh, Rabbi Huda disagrees, and Rabbi Huda says, The person may think the bracha of Kriyashma before and after, and also to benching you make the bracha before and after. So Rabbi Huda does not hold of this distinction. We'll see in Mitzvah soon in the Gemara what's the pshat and the opinion of Rabbi Huda. If you don't mind, I'm going to go straight to the Gemara because I'm sure you have questions on this Mishnah, but the Gemara will explain. There's, there's a lot of questions on this Mishnah. What does this mean? Thinking. What's the relevance of thinking? What's the kayak of thinking? It's a strange Indian. And a person thinks the Taira, and that, that's a replacement for Kriyashma. Is it not a replacement for Kriyashma? It's all here in the Gemara. Let's see it. Omer Avinah. So Avinah said and interpreted the Gemara as follows. Zoysay Meres. What we can prove from this Mishnah is, Hirur Kedibodami. That when a person thinks words of uh, Taita, that's just as powerful as saying it. And he explains what his proof is. If you're going to say that thinking words of Taita is not as uh, effective as saying it, so then Lama Mahar, what is the point of this Balkari uh, to think the words of Kriyashma? We're saying that he has to think the words of Kriyashma, but he shouldn't think the words of, Birchus, of, of the Birchus Kriyashma. If the thinking is... is is, is, does not have that kayak and he's not yet said a mitzvah at all, so then what's the point of him thinking it? So the fact that we say that he has an obligation to think the words of Krishna, that proves that Hirur has the same kayak as Dibur, just like when you speak those words. So the Gemara asks, wait a minute, if that's the case, that when you think words, it has the same kayak as saying the words, Ella, my, so now what are you telling me? Hirur ke Dibur dami? That Hirur and Dibur are basically the same thing? So if so, Yaitzi Biswasov. If you allow Balkari to think it, 
So let him say it as well. You're just saying the Hirir and Dibra are the same thing. And as Mepharshim explained, the Gemara is asking basically a question, Miman of Shach. Gemara only says one side of the question, but the Gemara is really asking Miman of Shach. If you're going to tell me that they're the same and therefore to speak it is forbidden, so therefore Hirir should also be forbidden. Elamai going to tell me, no, that they're both allowed. I mean, we see Hirir is allowed, so then Dibra should also be allowed. But what's the pshat that we would dis- distinguish between them? If you're telling me Hirir is kid Dibur, you can't distinguish. Either they should both be Asa, or they should both be permitted. So the Gemara answers, Kedashkechon <coughs> Besinai. The Gemara gives two words, Kedashkechon Besinai. The Gemara is very bekitzer. And the pshat and the, these two words of the Gemara's answer, according to Teisvis, and the way the Shagasari explains it is, the Gemara is answering, really, Hirir should be Asa, Dibur should be Asr. If Dibur is Asr, Hirir is Asr because they're both the same thing and every, it's all Asr. Elamai, regarding when you have a Chiv Menatayra like Kriyashma or a Chiv Menatayra like benching after you eat, there the Chachamah were Mekel in their Takana. They did Asr both because Hirir and Dibur are the same. But when it came to a Chiv Menatayra, the Chachamah were Mekel. And this Kula, they were Mekel specifically only to the Hirir and not to the Dibur. Why? Either equal. The answer is because the Chachamim learned out from the way it was by Sinai. As we know, before Matan Teireh, the Ebesheh tells the Eden they may not have a relation with their wife for three days because the Ebesheh does not want them to be in a state of a Balkari coming to Matan Teireh. And by Matan Teireh, of course, the Ebesheh communicates the words of Teireh, Bedibur. So Chachamim compared to there, just like over there was Bedibur. And that was the Isser of being a Balkari. So when they made their Takana and they were looking for a leniency to allow a Yid to be Mekayim, the Mitzvah of Kriyashma, which is Menatayre, they placed that leniency only on Hidur and not on Dibur. Although Batsam, they're the same. But they learned from Matantayre to make that leniency only Benegayat to Divreya, only Benegayat to Hidur and not Benegayat to Dibur. That's the Pshat Nigamara here. So it comes out from Ravina's opinion that really the Pshat in this Mishnah is it's forbidden for a person when it says here the Balkari. The Balkari should not say the Birchis Kriyashma or the Brachalofan. That's forbidden for him to say it. Forbidden. And it's a special hatha for divre for, for something which is menatayda, which is learned out from Sinai. That's is one it, shot. This is or just Wait, we're not holding by Allah yet. We're in the middle of the sukya. Rav Chista Rav Chista argues and says, Hiror lavkidiburdami. Hiror is not compared to dibur. When you think in your heart and what you say but dibur is not the same thing. The isol kedaitach and he proves it the other way around. The Esau kedaita chiru kedibur dami. If you're going to say that chiru are equivalent, so then yaitzi b'svasov. So if you're allowing the the Balkari to think it, let him be allowed to speak it, right? And Rav Chista does not accept this comparison, this remez from from Sinai. He says it's it's the same thing. So you can't you can't differentiate between the two. So now the Gemara immediately asks, Elamai hiru lav kedibur dami. So what are you telling me that when you think the words, it's befetish, not equivalent to when you speak the words? So then Loma Mahar, what's the point of a person that is a Balkari to think the words? He's not being yet to the mitzvah anyway. So what's the reason he has to think these words? Amar Abelazar, so Abelazar says, he's talking not yet at all, Kriyashma, when he thinks it. It's a, it's a different Indian. So it shouldn't be that everybody else is saying Kriyashma or the entire world, everyone else is saying Kriyashma. And at the time of Kriyashma, he's sitting bottle and not saying Kriyashma. So that's so, so it's, he's not talking the mitzvah, but it's just we don't want everyone else is saying Kriyashma and he's not saying Kriyashma. So the Gemara asks, He could learn something else. Everyone else is saying Kriyashma. 
and he's not saying Kriyashma, so he can, he can learn, uh, he can do something else. And it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, Kriyashma. If everyone else is looking in the Siddur and saying Kriyashma, he anyways is not going to be Yitzhah the Mitzvah, so he could think Tivrei Taira, he could think whatever else he wants. So the Gemara says, No, Omer Av Adabar Ave B'dovar Shatzibur Oiskin Boy. We want the person to say the same Kriyashma which what everyone else is saying, to join the Sibur in saying the Kriyashma that everyone else is saying. Okay, so now, when you look at this piece of Gemara, it may seem that this only applies if a person is actually in a shul, together with a tzibur. But there's two things. First of all, the Gemara uses the Lashon, which implies that it's Labdafke, when he's present with a tzibur. It's even when he's in his own home, but this is the time period of the day where the entire tzibur is saying Kriyashma. And another point is, Rabbi Yain over here says, that even though the Gemara here is saying that saying Krishma Behirur when a person can't speak, and by the way, this is also relevant for Chas Shalom Achayle that can't speak. So the question is, is there any union of him saying it Behirur? So the Chayle based on our Gemara, there is, because he should join the Tzibur and then saying it. But the question is, is there any relevance for a fulfillment of the mitzvah? So Rabbeinu Yaini says, besides of what the Gemara says here, that you should join the Tzibur, there's also an Indian that when a person is Mahar, Kriyashma, he gets a certain schar of, the, of saying the Kriyashma also individually. Hagami is not mamash fulfilling the mitzvah, but he does get a certain schar, and therefore any person that's in a matzah that he can't speak should be Mahar B'Kriyashma. That's what Rabbeinu Yaini concludes from this Gemara. And this opinion of Rav Chiste is the final Psak Din La'alochem. What comes out from Rav Chista is also another detail in the Pshat of the Mishnah. If you think about what Rav Chista was saying here, when it comes to the Birchus Kriyashma and the Brachal of Fanel of benching, where the Mishnah said that you're not Maharer, according to Rav Chista, the Pshat is not that it's Osir. So there's no Isser. According to Ravina, when the Mishnah said that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be Maharer by, by Birchus Kriyashma, he was saying there's an Isser because he held Hirer as Kedibur. Mashaykin, according to Ravina, it's not an Isser. What he's saying is, you, if you want to think Birchus Kriyashma, you want to think any Divrit you're allowed. Here is Lav Kedibur, no problem. But to Kriyashma, you have an obligation, you have a Chiyuv to say it, to join the Tzibur. It changes the whole Pshat in the Mishnah, and as I said, this is the final Psak Lahalacha. The Gemara will challenge this now. Let's see on Dav Chofal of comes to davening, davening of course is something that the entire tzibur does together in the morning. And we learned in a Mishnah, a person is davening, and the person remembers and suddenly that he's a balkeri and he shouldn't be davening. He shouldn't interrupt his davening. Once he started, Chazal allowed him to finish. He should shorten his davening and each bracha, she says, should be shortened and then he should complete his davening. So the Gemara is Medayik. Time Medayaschel. The only reason that we allow him to continue is because he began. Ha loyaschel. But if he did not begin, loyaschel. He should not begin davening, even though he's going to be different than the rest of the tzibur. According to the logic of Ravina, of Rav Chista, that is, that says he have to do like the rest of the tzibur, he's going to stand out from the rest of the tzibur. So Tesis points out, we're talking here about Shmaynasra, Tefillah. By Shmei Nesra, even more than the rest of davening, you stand out. Everyone else is standing with their feet together and davening Shmei Nesra. An individual that's a Balkari, if he's not davening Shmei Nesra, so presumably he's sitting in his place and he stands out in a very, very strong way. Even more than what it said in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we also said regarding Birchis uh, Kriyashma that he doesn't have to join the Tzibur. But by Tefillah, it's even more. So the Gemara answers, 
Shani Tfilo, in davening it's different, the less Balmalcha Shemayim. When is it important to join the Tzibur if they're saying Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkein Hashem to be Makabal Malcha Shemayim? But in, in, in Shemayim Esra, when you don't have that, you don't have to join the Tzibur. The Gemara challenge this is now from our Mishnah. Vaharei, what are you telling me now? That the, 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 the point that we look at is whether there's Malchus Shemayim or not. In, in, in Shema you have Malchus Shemayim, and in davening there's no Malchus Shemayim. Vaharei, you can't say that's the reason. Vaharei, Birchas Amazon, we learned from the Mishnah when it comes to benching, La'acharav, after you finished eating, the less by Malchus Shemayim, there is no Malchus Shemayim, Mutnan, and what does it say in our Mishnah? When it comes to eating, you do think the words of benching after you finished eating, and not before. There's no Malchus Shemayim in Kabbalah, uh, Malchus Shemayim in benching. So why is he Maharer? Why does he have to join the Tzibur there, the people that are eating the meal? Ella, we have to give a different distinction. And this is the pshat that we had already in the Mishnah, that Rashi explains in the Mishnah. Both Kriyashma and Birchas Amazan are Menatayra. And there we want a person to join the Tzibur. Tfilah de Rabbanon. Because the whole thing of Tfilah is only with the Rabbanon, so therefore it's not necessary for the person to join the Tzibur. That's the, I mean, this prat here that the Gemara says now that we're machalic between Menatayra and Midrabanon is the pshad both according to Ravina and Avchista. That the distinction is between Menatayra and Midrabanon. According to Avchista, that explains why Dafke by Divrei they made a special heter. And that also explains why according to Avchista, Dafke by Divrei they wanted you to join the Tzibur. That's the conclusion of the Gemara. And this is the psak, the psak, la halach, la maise is, Hirur lav kedibur dami. Hirur lav kedibur dami, it's relevant when you get a lot of halachas, and Hirur is lav kedibur dami. So you should say Kriyashma, you shouldn't say? Balkari should not say Kriyashma, may not say Kriyashma. But today, as I said, the whole takana of Ezra is bottled. We'll see in the Hamshul of the Gemara. Omer Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said, and according to the Bach Yigaydis, Omer Rav Yehuda, Omer Rav, Minayin lebirchas hamazon lachre amenatayra. What's the source for the fact that benching after meal is menatayra? Shanema, the Pasuk clearly says, Vachalta, v'savata, uveirachta. You eat, and you're satisfied, and you bench devishter. Minayin lebirchas atayra, lufanel menatayra. And what's the source for the fact that before you um, learn divreitayra, you have to make a bracha before? Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I'm going to call out the name of Hashem, and this is by the Shira of Hazinu, which he's going to be saying to the Eden, words of Divrei Teire, and he says, first let's call and, and say the greatness of Hashem, which is making a bracha. So from here we learn out that whenever you say Divrei Teire, you first have to make a bracha. So the, 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 the bracha before you learn Teire is different than the bracha of all other mitzvahs. The bracha before all other mitzvahs, all other mitzvahs is Midrabanon. The bracha before you learn Teira is Minat Teira, as we see right here. He learns it out from a Pasuk in Teira. Amar Rabbi Yechenet, Lamadnu, so we learned out just now, Birchas HaTeira Lachrea. Sorry, let me start again. Amar Rabbi Yechenet, Rabbi Yechenet said, Lamadnu, we, we should learn out, Birchas HaTeira Lachrea, that one should make a Teira when he concludes his learning. Min Birchas HaMazan, learn it out from Birchas HaMazan. If you have to bench after you eat, we can learn out from there that you should have to bench after you finish learning. Mikavachaymer, and the Gemara will say the Kavachaymer in a moment. And a person should be obligated to make a bracha before he eats. I should learn that out from If you have to make a bracha before you learn you should have to make a bracha before you eat. And the Gemara explains, Mikavachaymer should be a Kavachaymer. What's the Kavachaymer? 
That we should learn out that you should have to bench after you finish learning the Vretaira, so we have a Kavachaymer from food. When it comes to a person eating, it does not require making a bracha before you eat. So that shows an leniency. And nevertheless, it does require a bracha when you finish eating. So, which is more stringent, as we see that it requires a bracha before you begin learning, does not make sense that it should definitely require the bracha when you finish eating. That's the Kavachaymer from Birch Samazin. Now the Gemara makes the exact same Kavachaymer in the other direction. I could also make a Kavachaymer to say that before you begin eating, you should be required to make a bracha, and I learned that out from Birch HaTayre. What's the Kavachaymer? I see that Tayre is more lenient. It does not require a bracha when you finish learning Tayre. It requires a bracha before you begin learning eating, which is more stringent because it requires a bracha when you finish eating. Most definitely, you should require it should require the bracha before you begin eating. So now let me just point out one thing: when you look at a kavuchaimer like this, it's not exactly a kavuchaimer. Usually, a kavuchaimer is when you have a stringent case and a lenient case. But if you look right here, they're both equal. The Birchus Amazon requires before, and Birchus Atayra requires after. So they both have a leniency and stringency. They're basically equal. Elamai, but the Gemara still uses the term Kavachaymer. And the Gemara does this many, many times, that when you find a leniency and a stringency and one and the other, the Gemara will use the term Kavachaymer, even though it doesn't really mean a real Kavachaymer. But the Gemara is basically saying is, let's compare them. Let's compare them. A person learns Taita and he's consuming Ruchnias, he's, he's benefiting of the Taita. That's one scenario. Then a person is eating and he's, he's, he's deriving the benefit, he's uh, satisfied Begashmias. Let's compare the two. And if the Taita requires dear a bracha lofanov, let's require it by learning Taita. If they require a bracha after meal by learning, let's say that the same thing applies to Taita. That's the Pshad and the Gemara here. So now the Gemara is going to explain no, you can't compare them. It doesn't work that way. Ikilamifrach. This whole comparison could be refuted. What's, what's the refutation? Very simple. When it comes to mozayin, it's a gashmis that you think that you're having a gnaw from, you're satisfied physically, and you thank Hashem for being satisfied. When you walk away from the food, you walk away satisfied. On the other hand, when it comes to teyre, when you learn the words of teyre, you're learning it's 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 eternal life. So over there, before you come to learn the holy words of teyre, you have to make a bracha before to, 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 to thank Hashem and to prepare yourself to be able to learn the holy words of teyre. But when you're finishing learning, you make a bracha when you're finishing learning. You never finish learning. Even when you walk away from learning, you never really walk away from the learning. I'm sharing with you the pshat that it says in the Besiyasev. The Besiyasev explains this Gemara this way. You're not going to make a bracha after you finish learning. After you finish learning, you never finished. If you remember what we learned once before in Taisvis, Taisvis explains you make one bracha in the beginning of the day, you don't make a bracha again. Because a person always comes back to learning. A person that eats a meal, he eats the meal, he's not busy with eating the whole day. He eats the meal, he, and he finishes the meal, and then you come back later. So when you finish, you thank Hashem. I'm satisfied, Baruch Hashem, and I can walk away. When you finish learning the Vritayra, you don't make a bracha after you finish learning. It's it's with you, and it remains with you forever as well. Another detail now the Gemara says that to, to, to refute the opinion of Rabbi Yechanan, because Rabbi Yechanan said that Lamadnu, we, we should and could compare them and make this Kavachaymer. So the Gemara says, no, but there's a Befeidish Mishnah. Mishnah that we just learned. Tnan ala mazain. 
Mavarich la'acharov, ve'ena mavarich la'fanov. We see clearly the Mishnah says regarding the Balkari that he makes the bracha la'acharov, because that's menatayre, but ve'ena mavarich la'fanov. You don't make the bracha before, because that's only menatayre. Menatayre, there's no bracha la'fanov, and we don't learn it out from the bracha la'fanov that you make by divrei tayre, by learning tayre. To Yufta, this refutes Rav Yechenin's suggestion that you make a bracha menatayre even before you eat food. I understand, there's a clear difference between Bechus and all the other brachas. It's not a mitzvah to eat, technically. It is a mitzvah. Correct, to correct. Eat. You're right. No, it is, it is a different kind of bracha. But it's like, I, why, why do we say by lulav you say bracha afterwards? Okay, let's, let's go right in the Gemara. I'll, I'll try to answer that soon. Zakti Gemara Omar Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said again over here, Samar Gaitis Omar Rav Yehuda Omar Rav. Safik Kara Kriyishma. If a person has a doubt whether he said Kriyishma, Safik Loikara, he did not say Kriyishma. What do you do? Do you have to read Kriyishma again? So the Gemara says, Eina Chayzer. No, he does not have to read Kriyishma again. Safik, Eina Chayzer Vakaya. Safik Omar Emes Vyatsev, Safik Loyomar. If you have a doubt whether you said the bracha of Emes Vyatsev that follows Kriyishma, if you did not say it, Chayzer Oma Emes Vyatsev. The bracha of Emes Vyatsev you do have to say again. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehud Omarav. My timer, what's the pshat in this? Why would the bracha of Emes Vyatsev? Be more stringent than Kriyashma itself. So the Gemara explains that his opinion is Kriyashma de Rabbanon, that the whole Kriyashma is with Rabbanon. And Amis Vyatsev is Dairaisa. Okay, this is not like everything we had till now, that Kriyashma is Menatayra, but his opinion is that Kriyashma is with Rabbanon, and saying Amis Vyatsev is Menatayra. Why is it Menatayra? Because you mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and the mitzvah to mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Menatayra. So as Taisus points out, that must be that this individual that doesn't know if he said Emes V'yatsev or not is also unsure whether he said the third parasha of Kriyashma where you have Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim mentioned. Because if he mentioned it there, then it's not a Sophic Minatayra, that is. It's only a Sophic Minatayra. Master Rav Yesuf. So Rav Yesuf asked on this opinion that Kriyashma is only Minatayra. The Taita says to read Kriyashma when you go to sleep at night and when you wake up in the morning. How could it be Minatayra? According to his opinion, that Pasuk is not talking about Kriyashma. That Pasuk is talking about Bechlal, the obligation that a Yid has to learn Taita morning and night. Now the Gemara brings our Mishnah to disprove this opinion. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Balkari Mahar Beliboy, Balkari thinks the words of Kriyashma in his heart. And he does not say the brachas of Kriyashma, not before, not after, which includes Amis Vyatsev. The Balkari does not say the bracha of Amis Vyatsev. And by benching, he says the bracha after meal, but doesn't say the bracha before. If it's true that Emes V'yatsev Dairaisa, that saying Emes V'yatsev is Minatayre because you have to mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Livrech Lachreya. The Balkari should be making the bracha of Emes V'yatsev as well. He's fulfilling a mitzvah Minatayre. So the Gemara answers, My time in Mavarech, what would be the reason to say Emes V'yatsev? Why is it Minatayre? Imishum Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Is it for the mentioning of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? This Balkari, where the Mishnah says, he says all three parshas, so he already mentioned it in Kriyashma. So he was Mekayim as Mitzvah Minatayre. But the Gemara is not satisfied. The Gemara asks, wait a minute. According to this opinion, Kriyashma itself is Midrabonon. So the Balkari shouldn't necessarily be chayef to say Kriyashma. He's only saying the Kriyashma because the last parsha has the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So let him say Amis Vyatsev, which has Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and not say uh, the third parsha of Kriyashma that has Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. 
And perhaps the Mepharshim say there's even an advantage of saying Emes V'yatsev, because over there you talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim at much greater length. You include the story of Kriyas Yamsov. So let the Balkari say the Baruch of Emes V'yatsev and not say Kriyashma at all, because Kriyashma is Midrabbonah. So the Gemara answers, no, Kriyashma Adife. Having the Balkari say Kriyashma is better, because as we learned before, based on what we learned before, there is Potarti. It has mentioning Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and it also has Kabbalah Soil Malchus Shemayim. In, in, in the Brach of Emes Vyatsev, you don't have Kabbalah Soil Malchus Shemayim. So therefore, the Bakari says, Dafke, the Kriyashma and not Emes Vyatsev. So this is all the opinion of Rav Yehuda Amarav. Rabbi Loza Amar, Rabbi Loza argues, and of course this is the way we paskin, Safik Kara Kriyashma, Safik Loi Kara, if a person has a doubt whether he said Kriyashma or not, Chayza Vekaira Kriyashma. You have to read Kriyashma again because Kriyashma is Menatayra. Safik Hispalel, now Rabbi Loza brings up another din. A person that has a Safik whether he davened or not, of course this refers to Shmai Nasra, whether he davened Shmai Nasra or not, Safik Loi Hispalel, Eine Chayzer Mispalel. Davening is Medarabonon, you don't have to daven again. Hey, this is the, the source for the fact that davening is only midrabbanon. At least the takana, the way we daven, Shmei Nasr is midrabbanon. Rabbi Yechenen Omar, Rabbi Yechenen disagrees regarding davening. And this is actually the way we paskin. Even after a person did daven, and he knows he davened, halavai the person would daven again. person should daven the entire day. And therefore, if you have a suffolk, if you daven or not, you can daven over again. That's Rabbi Yechenen holds. Correct, but Rabbi Yechon holds you can daven over again. So the Rebbe brings this in in, in many places. I mean, this is, this is the source in Nigla for the concept that's explained in Chassidus, that davening is not just about the way it is, that the mitzvah is bakosha strachov, that a person is asking the Ebesh to fulfill the needs that he has. Rabbi saying, means even when he doesn't have any tzarech, kolayim kuloi. Elamai, you see here that the concept of davening is talking to Hashem, relationship, the connection, tefillah is the connection. And therefore, Rabbi Yechelen says, in that sense, davening is the entire day. And the Rebbe connects this to the story when Yidin came out of Mitzrayim and Yidin screamed to the Ebesher by the Yamsuf and they davened then. And Rashi there says, Tofsu umnus avaisam. The Yidin grabbed the profession of their forefathers, of the Ovis. That, that Yidin daven in every situation, even when davening is not necessary. When Yidin were by the Yamsuf, davening wasn't necessary because they had a clear promise of the Ebesher that they're going to be saved. And they saw all the miracles that already occurred and they had no doubt that they're going to be saved. But they still daven because a Yid, whenever, in whatever matzav he is, the davening is his mode of connection. That's what you see from this Gemara. A person is in the middle of davening. And all of a sudden he remembers, Oi, I already davened. What does he do now? So he has to stop right where he is. He doesn't go a word further. Even right in the middle of a bracha. Zakta Gemara Aini, is this true? Vaam Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, Kiavinim be Rabba Baravua, we were by Rabba Baravua, and Baaminon, he asks us the following question. Hani Bene Be Rav, these Yeshiva students by Rav, the Tau Umitkiri, the Khail Bishabas. They make a mistake and in the Shmainasra of Shabbos, instead of continuing into the Shabbos Shmainasra, they begin with the Bracha of Atachainan and they're saying the, the weekday bracha on Shabbos. What's the halacha? Do they continue and finish the bracha of Atachainen, or you immediately stop and go back to the bracha of Shabbos? And he answered us, You do complete that entire bracha. So what's the difference? A person is saying the wrong bracha, and he completes the bracha. A person is not supposed to be davening, because he already davened. Over there we say he stops right where he is. 
So the Gemara says, Hachi hashta. How could you compare it? Hasam gavar barchi yuvuhu. In the case of the person on Shabbos, he didn't daven yet. He has an obligation to daven. The Chachamim shortened Shmei Nesra on Shabbos because of Kovach Shabbos, and therefore you don't mention all of those things in the middle brachas of Shmei Nesra. Hmm. So if he did already mention it, so he says it until the end. He completes the bracha because he's mechuyiv to daven. But over here, Avul Hacha This person davened already. He's not a barchiyuv at all. He davened already, and therefore he can't. Uh, he, can't daven, he can't daven. He can't daven again. This is the halacha. This is the halacha. Exactly what it says here. A person that remembers when he's uh, that he's saying atochayin on Shabbos, you have to complete the bracha. And there is a machleikus in Rishonim regarding if a person got further than atochayin. If a person remembers when he comes to slachlanu, and all of a sudden he finds himself, uh, yeah. So so, but there is a machleikus. There's there's a machleikus Rishonim about that. But we paskin that even whichever bracha you're at. You can complete the bracha and then you go back to uh, go where back go to back to to beginning of at the kiddush tree ismachmoisha whatever it is. A person that's davening and comes into a shul and he finds that the people are davening there. Okay, he davened already, and everyone else is davening. And he comes in and he's going to stand at the side. So what, what do you do? If there's anything new that you can say in Yishmai Nesra and add something personal, add, add something new in Yishmai Nesra, you should daven and add something new. So you're not repeating the same Yishmai Nesra that you davened before. If there's nothing new that you can add, you shouldn't daven again with them. You davened already. Right? That's the halacha we had before. Once a person davened, and even if you find yourself in the middle of davening, you stop right where you are and you, you don't continue. So the Nag the Gemara over here is going to address, we have basically the same halacha repeated in two different scenarios. The point here is, once you daven, you don't repeat the davening again. In the case where you caught yourself in the middle and in the case when you walk into a shul and everyone else is davening. So the Gemara explains it's Sirich. We need to teach both of these halachas. The Yashmin and Kamaisa, if I would have said the first din where a person catches himself in the middle of davening, then I would say, Hanemili, when is that said that you don't repeat davening again? Yochid v'yochid. When it's the same person, he davened once, and now he wants to repeat davening, or by mistake he's repeating davening again. Oi, tzibur v'tzibur. Perhaps he already davened the first time v'tzibur, and now he's going to repeat davening a second time in the same place, in the same setting of a tzibur. But maybe a person that davened the first time, and now he walks into a shul and he has an opportunity to daven with a minion, so maybe you missed the minion the first time around, you can make up the minion the second time around when you come into shul. Your davening, comparing it to the davening of a tzibur, is as if you didn't daven. So still, we say that you shouldn't daven again. That's why we need the second case. If it only tell me the second case of the person that comes into the shul, I would say, He came into the shul and he didn't yet start davening with the tzibur. So there's a question, should he start or not? We tell him he shouldn't start. But in a case where a person actually started davening, I would say he already started davening. Let him complete his davening. So Loi, I say no, that even if he already started davening, he's not allowed to continue, and therefore Tzriche has to tell me both cases. So the Psaq Halacha Lamaise is in the Rishonim and in the Shulchan Aruch, that regarding a Sophic, we pass him like Rabbi Yechinen, or Levayishi, Spalladim, Kolayim, Kule. If a person has a suffix, whether he davened the tefillah, you have to daven it over again, because of what Rabbi Yechinen said. Levayishi, Spalladim, Kule. 
But Rabbi Yechanan's own opinion was that that includes even if a person that knows for sure that he daven wants he could daven again. But we only use Rabbi Yechanan's opinion for a suffix. In the case where a person knows that he daven, you're not allowed to daven over again. A person that comes into shul, and he sees that the people are davening, and he wants to join them in daven Shmei Nesra as well, and he came late. If he could start Shmei Nesra and complete early enough, actually that the Shliach Tzibah, before the Shliach Tzibah will come to Maidim in the Chazara Sashatz, Yispal. He should daven Shmei Nesra with them, he'll have the ability to say Maidim with the, with the rest of the Tzibah. Then Lav, if he won't be able to join everyone else in Maidim, Al Yisfalo. He shouldn't daven. Because there's a very important point to be able to say Maidim together with the Tzibur, as, as um, it says in the Mepharshim, I don't think Rashi says it here, that you have to be able to bow together with the rest of the Tzibur and say Maidim, and it shouldn't look like that you're not bowing together with everyone else, to Chas Vashalim Kaifer and what they're saying. So it's important to say Maidim with the Tzibur. Rabbi Shua ben Levi Omar, Rabbi Shua ben Levi argues and says, no, you have to be able to finish Yishmai Nesra quicker. If you can begin and finish early enough that you should be able to say Kedusha with the rest of the Tzibor, then you follow. Then you should start Shmei Nesra. But if you can start, you won't finish early enough to start Nagdisha, don't begin Shmei Nesra. Wait until the Shliach Tzibor will say uh, Kedusha. And then you'll have your own Shmei Nesra. And the second opinion is the way we paskin in Shulchan Aruch. The Alter Rebbe paskin is in Shulchan Aruch. But the Alter Rebbe there does add that there's an exception. What's if you're in a shul that there's more than one minion? So you're going to miss Kedusha of your minion because you'll be in the middle of Shmei Nesra, but you'll be able to hear Kedusha from another minion. So then it's okay. You could have in Shmei Nesra even if you'll miss Kedusha from your minion. As long as you can hear Kedusha from a different minion. The Gemara explains what the basis of this machlaik is. What are they arguing about if it's important for a person to be able to say Kedusha with the rest of the Tzibur? Ma'asavar, the, the opinion that says that you're only concerned about Maidim but not about Kedusha. Yachadoy Kedusha. You, you could say Nakdishach B'Yechidus. You don't need a minion for that. Ma'asavar, the opinion that says that you have to be quick enough to say Kedusha with the minion holds, and Yachadoy Kedusha. You can't say Kedusha alone. You have to be able to join the Tzibur. From where do we know that when you say Kedusha, and that also includes answering Amen for Kaddish, that you have to have a Tzibur? The says, my name is sanctified amongst the Eden, which means that anytime you mention Davosha B'Kedusha, you're sanctifying Hashem's name, whether it's Nagdisha, whether it's saying Kaddish, it shouldn't be done with less than 10 people. How do we know it's 10 people? It says, maybe it means 100 people. Maybe it means a thousand people. What's the, why do we know ten? My mashma, what's the proof? The toner of We compare the word toich that it says here to the word toich that it says in another pasuk. There's another pasuk where it also uses the term toich, which is where Everyone should remove from this terrible congregation, which is the meragle. Just like there, it's talking about 10 people, Afghanistan. So too, it's talking about 10 people. So from here you see that we have a minion of 10 Yidin. It's anybody. Even Mitoich Ha'eda Ra'a Zais, 10 Yidin, Kosher Yidin, 
kosherizing that their mother was Jewish create a minion. It doesn't matter what level they're on. The Rebbe actually has a different shot. That Adar Rabbi, you see from here that Be'etzam the Meraglim were really tzaddikim. As it says in Chassidus, that they only had a different kavana, Beruchnius, but Be'emes the Meraglim themselves, who are Nashim Kshedim, were great tzaddikim, and therefore this is the source for the concept that we have a minion. Dr. Gemara. Everybody will agree that in the middle of Shemay you cannot interrupt the say Kedusha. If you could interrupt, then there's no issue. You can start whenever you want. You can interrupt in the middle. Everybody agrees you're not allowed to interrupt the middle of Shemay So based on this, the question was asked, Answering, Are you allowed to interrupt the middle of Shemay for Amin Yei so we learned already before on Dav Gimel and Brachis that Amin Yeh is an extremely powerful thing. So maybe you can't interrupt for Kedusha, but maybe for Amin Yeh yes. They said, In the middle of Shemay Nasser, you're not Mavsik for anything. Besides, when you say Amin Yeh Even if a person that's learning the deepest secrets of Teireh, is learning Maisim Merkava, Paisik, you have to stop for Amin Yeh but the Gemara concludes, V'les Hilchase Kavosei. This is not the way we paskin, of course. In the middle of Shemayin Esther, you do not interrupt V'amin Yeshmei Rabba. Now the Gemara returns to the, the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda and the Mishnah that said that not only could a Balkari think Kriyashma and Birches Muslim, which are Minatayre, he can think Birches Kriyashma and the Bracha Lufanel, which are not Minatayre. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yudayimim Mevarech Lufneim Lachreim, L'meimre, Shall we say the Kasava Rabbi Yehuda that the basis of Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is that a Bakari may think any even if it's not an obligation to say the Kriya Shmamanatayra? Could this be? Rabbi Shua Ban Levi. Rabbi Shua Ban Levi said, What is the source for the fact that a Balkari is not allowed to speak Devreitaira? And you should teach the Taira to your children and your grandchildren. Immediately afterwards it says, This is like the day that you stood by Matan Taira. And we got compare the two. Just as by Matan it was also to be a Balkari, and therefore they weren't allowed to be in relationship with their wife three days before. Afkan, so too, when you learn Devre Taira, a Balkari may not speak Devre Taira. So that's a clear uh, comparison that we have. The Mepharshim point out, this is not a real limud. This is only an Asmachta. Because the Issa to speak the Taira, as we said before, was a Takana of Ezra in the time of the first base of Mikdash. But still, there's a clear indication to this in the Pasik. Maybe we can say, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold this drasha. This comparison of the two psukim that are written near each other, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't dash in this way, he doesn't compare them. So the Gemara says, no, that can't be. Even the opinion that holds, that in the all of Teira, we don't dash in this way. We don't compare one Pasuk to the other. And the basis for that is, because we know the Klaal, So the fact that the Pesukim are written near each other, you can't dash in it. So that's in all of Teira. But the Mishnah Teira, when it comes to Sefer Devarim, Darish. Very dashnit. Mishnah Teireh is different than the rest of Teireh. It was brought into the Navu of Moshe. The Rav explains this in the Sikha that it was mislabish in the Seichel of Moshe. So there the order does have a reasoning to it. And over there, the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu communicated in this way, you could learn out from there. Okay? So, the Mishnah Teireh, Yadashin. And the Psukim we brought before, 
are from Mishnah Taira, are from Dvarim. Oh, now the Gemara brings the source to this idea. Rabbi Yehuda, loy darish smuchem b'chol ha-tayre. Kula, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion was that you do not darish smuchem all of Taira, but of a Mishnah Taira darish. When it comes to Sefer Devarim, he did darish smuchem. Where do we see Rabbi Yehuda's opinion that in the rest of Teire he did not darshan smuchen? So the Gemara brings the source for this. The Tanya we learned in Abraise, Ben Azai Oimer. Ben Azai said the following Aloha. Nemar mechashef aloy sechayev. A mechashef should not live. Okay, which means shechayev misa. Which means shechayev. Doesn't say in the Pasuk. Venemar it says right there as well, right afterwards, kol sheichiv in behemah mois yumos. One that lies with a behemah is mois yumos. Which is skila. Samchu inyan loy loymar. The reason why it says together is to teach me that ma ma shaykhiv and behemah beskila, just like a person that lies with a behemah is chayiv skila, as Rashi brings it's learnt out from another place that shaykhiv and behemah is chayiv skila. Af mechashayfa nami beskila. The death of a mechashayfa is through skila. So this is the hekish. That Ibn Azai learned out to compare these two. Amalei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. Rabbi Yehuda does not darshan smuchen. Just because the Torah writes both together, that's enough of a source to give the Machashef a skila. You can't learn out from smuchen. He disagrees to smuchen. Ella rather, he has a different source. Oyvi is various ways of communicating and uh, getting messages from the dead through an Oyvin Yedaini, which is a kind of Kishif. So the Torah wrote, and then it took Oyvin Yedaini out of the Klal. This is something that we say every morning before davening, in the beginning of davening. It's coming to teach me something. And So that's exactly what happens here. Oven Yudaini are taken out of the Klal of Mechashefo. And by Oven Yudaini, the Torah clearly says that the Oynish is Skila. So it teaches me, we compare Mechashefo to the Oven Yudaini. Just like Oven Yudaini are Chayef Skila, Av Mechashefo Beskila. Mechashefo is also Chayef Skila. So Rabbi Yehuda did not want to dash in the Smuchen, he had a different source. That's in all the Torah. He doesn't darshan smuchen in all the Torah. Mm-hmm. Where do I see that in Devarim, in Chumash Devarim, he does darshan smuchen? The Tanya Rabbi because Rabbi Yezah said the following Allah. Of course we know a person may not have a relationship with his father's wife, and that's even if it's not his mother. Aishas Aviv is one of the Arayis. He may not have a relationship with your father's wife. How about if it's not the father's wife, but it's a person, it's a woman that the father either raped or seduced in a relationship, but it's not his wife. May the son get married to that woman. So Rabbi Eliezer says, A person may marry a woman that's only an anusa of his father, but not his father's wife. And the same also applies, it's not your daughter-in-law, but it's someone that your son either raped or seduced, and that, that you, may, you may have, you may marry her. Rabbi Yehuda, is, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees and says, no, even that is forbidden as well. But even that case, he says, it's also also Aser. What's the source of Rabbi Yehuda? The source of Rabbi Yehuda was Smuchen, because he darshan putting two psukin together. My time at Rabbi Yehuda, the Pasuk says, do not marry your father's wife, <laughs> and also do not reveal 
uh, get married to a woman that uh, the garment is, is your father's garment. Knaf sharov, a garment that your father saw. Lo yegala, you may not reveal, you may, may not marry to. Umimaid banusas aviv ksiv. How does he know when it says the expression of knas aviv, of knaf aviv, it's referring to somebody that the father had a temporary relationship with? The samachlei, because right afterwards the pasuk is talking about such an incident. There the Pasuk talks about the knas of a person that was ma'anas, a girl, that he has to pay her 50 kesef. So what do we see here? Even though in Chumash, Rabbi Huda did not darshan smuchin, but in Chumash Devarim, he did darshan smuchin. So we go back to our original question, why did Rabbi Huda not hold of the smuchin that we said before, that when you teach Taira, you compare it to Har Sinai, that you may not be a Balkari. So the Gemara says, and we'll conclude with this point, Amri, they answered, in... He does darshan in Mishnah Tere. But Vahani Smuch and the Pasuk we brought before, that you should teach your children and grandchildren Tere, he learned from there something else that Rabbi Shua ben Levi said. A person that teaches his son or his grandson, it's as if you're standing by Matan Teireh and you yourself are receiving the Teireh from Sinai. When you give the Teireh to the next generation, it's like you're getting it directly from Sinai. You're teaching your children Teireh. The Pasuk immediately says, this is the day that you're standing by Har Sinai. This is the opinion of Rabbi Buddha. Rashma from here, that uh, showing the Chassidus is how you even the Tfilah. Because it says, It's a big Chiddush. It's a big Chiddush. It's a big Chiddush even the Tfilah. Yeah.